Hi and welcome to the 5 Minute Theory Podcast and if you're belted up, we'll make a start. So thanks for joining us today on this special bonus edition of the 5 Minute Theory Podcast where we continue our look at the top 10 reasons why people fail the driving test as reported by the DVSA. And today we're looking at number nine, not having control of the vehicle when moving off. But before we make a start, I just want to remind you to keep your eyes peeled for our brand new podcast coming out called Driving Test Tales, where we analyze and dissect the driving test with people that have already passed their driving test, talking about the things that went well for them, the things they struggled with, what they did to pass their test, what they did that helped them with their lessons. We even talk about any tests they may have failed and what they did to improve on that fail. So they then went and passed next time. So keep your eyes peeled for driving test tales. But for now, let's make a start. So reason number nine, as reported by the DVSA for failing a driving test, is not having control of the vehicle when moving off. Now, when moving off, you must be able to have the vehicle under full control. That includes if you're going uphill, downhill, from behind a parked car, or even at junctions. Any mistakes you make in this area, uh, they're marked under the move off control fault on your test results. If you fail for this, it'll be marked under move off control. So let's take a look at some of the specific examples of DVSA give. So when you try and sit off, so potentially a set of lights and it's on a hill, for example, you're going uphill and the car stalls and rolls backwards. Now, if it rolls back far enough, that's potentially a fail or will be a fail. Um, However, there's some caveats around this. If the car behind is very, very close and the car, your car rolls back, the examiner would likely put their foot on the brake straight away to prevent the car going into the one behind. So there's an element of luck there because if the car behind is really close, then that's going to make that situation even more dangerous. However, you should still have the car under control. But again, that's the fault. But as we always do, let's look into the reason why. Could it be you're panicking? Could it be you're not confident on hill starts because all your friends, all your family tell you how hard they are, so you've got this real big pressure built up around hill starts? Could it be that you've been putting them off? So maybe you're not practicing with an instructor, so you're not actually practicing them. Maybe you've just not practiced them enough. Maybe you've switched cars, you've not got used to your clutch uh, biting point yet. Whatever the reason is, and there could be several, we need to practice that. We need to remedy that. We need to do the hill start so they're not a pressure for you. The other thing that I'll see in these situations a lot is people trying to set off quickly. Now, yes, we can't spend 10 minutes trying to set off at a green light. However, if there's a delay of a couple of seconds just while you're setting off, but you manage to set off safely, that's not the end of the world. Rolling back into considerable distance is so another example is repeatedly stalling when moving off so generally if you stall a couple of times there's going to be no problem as long as it's a safe stall and doesn't result in a problem however if you repeatedly stall so every time you come to a junction whether that's a roundabout traffic lights whatever it is if you're repeatedly stalling you're showing an inability to control the car So you would fail for repeatedly. 
However, again, it's looking at the reason why. Have you found that maybe you've not practiced it enough? Again, one of the big reasons. Maybe you're in the wrong gear when setting off and after reset, so you've not approached the junction correctly. Maybe your brain's in the wrong place. Maybe you're that desperate to try and set off from the junction that you're not actually paying attention to what gear you're in. Whatever the reason, we need to break that down and look at why. But just to clarify, one or two stalls isn't usually going to result in a fail unless it creates an actual problem. However, that brings us into the next reason provided by the DBSA, which is stalling repeatedly when moving off on one occasion. So, for example, if you're a roundabout and you've stopped in third gear and you're trying to set off, so it stalls, you try and set off again, so it stalls, you try and set off again, so it stalls, eventually the examiner is going to have to say to you, you're in gear three, and then you'll need to drive on. So the examiner is going to have assisted you there. So again, looking at the reason right, why potentially the similar uh, reasons to the one I mentioned before. Where's your attention? Will you put in more attention on can I go, can I go, can I go, rather than am I ready to go? One example they give is stalling and rolling back when trying to move off. It could be test day nerves. That could apply to any fault. But if we're nervous on test day, that's never actually an excuse for failing because you could be nervous when you're driving. So look at why you're nervous and try and remedy that as well. And another common fault in this category is trying to move off without selecting a gear and then rolling back. So your car would be in neutral, you haven't chosen a gear, you release the handbrake, and then the car rolls back because there's nothing to stop it. Now, again, a lot of this could be down to focus, it may be you've not executed the gear change properly, whatever the reason, you need to get to the bottom of. So you can see there we've covered a variety of options around not having control when around moving off. However, just to clarify, a stall doesn't necessarily result in a fail repeated stalls at the same point try to set off in third gear over and over again stalling in the middle of a roundabout and blocking the roundabout rolling back a significant distance all of these anything that creates a dangerous or serious situation that would result in a fail and again look at the reason why if you're struggling with this on lessons you'll probably struggle with it on test so make sure you use your instructor, you use your parents, whatever it is you're doing, and get this right. So thank you for joining us today on the 5 Minute Theory Podcast. We hope you found this useful. If you're enjoying these shows, make sure you subscribe, follow, like, and share it. Tell your friends. And as always, remember, stay safe, drive safer. You won't get the amber light, so the 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 light will stay red, but you'll get the green arrow filter light come on, and that's easy to miss if you're not paying attention because the light doesn't go red, red and amber, then green. The red stays on, and you get the green filter light. So is there a lack of knowledge there? And you'll notice that there's a common theme as we talk about this when 